Concerned about the critical state of the planet caused by climate change, association members of the Supreme Master Qinghai International Association in Mexico organized the SOS Save the Planet Conference in Jalapa, the capital city of the state of Veracruz, also known as the Athens of Veracruz. On March 6th, over 1,000 concerned jalapenos, government officials, and dignitaries attended the conference to join in the discussion on the latest issues and key solutions to mitigate the planet's climate crisis. Supreme Master Qinghai graciously accepted the invitation as guest of honor to share her insights during the forum via video conference. Prominent guest speakers were the Honorable Fidel Herrera Beltran, Governor of Veracruz State, and His Honor David Velasco Chedraui, Mayor of Jalapa. Also present were Mariana Mungia de Velasco, President of Jalapa's Municipal Family Integral Development, or DIF. Mr. Ranulfo Marquez Hernandez, Civil Protection Secretary of the State. Mr. Victor Alvarado Martinez, Coordinator of the Program Tu Decides, or You Decide. With the state's DIF, Mr. Elfredo Riveros Hernandez, Communication and Journalism Director of Radio Deocelo, Mr. Oscar Pedro Reyes Castellan, Journalist and President of El Centinela Newspaper, and Noman Jin, one of the most famous singer-songwriters in Mongolia. European Parliament Vice President Mr. McMillan Scott, Senator Hejerson Alvarez from the Philippines, and legislator Tian Chiu-Chin from Formosa or Taiwan also lent their support by sending their greeting messages to Supreme Master Shanghai and the conference's participants. The SOS Save the Planet was broadcast live by the local station Oliva Radio on 95.5 FM. We now invite you to join us for the video conference with Supreme Master Ching Hai, SOS Save the Planet, held on March 6, 2009 in Jalapa, Mexico. Buenas tardes, damas y caballeros. Les damos nuestra más sincera bienvenida a todos los honorables invitados y respetados asistentes a esta gran conferencia titulada SOS, Salva el Planeta. Hoy nos concentraremos en un problema relevante que amenaza la vida en el planeta, el cambio climático, el calentamiento global. ¿Qué hará exactamente el calentamiento global al planeta? podría causar la extinción de la raza humana, como la conocemos. A medida que el calor aumenta, el agua fresca se perdería en un tercio de la superficie del mundo. Los seres humanos morirían de ataque de calor. Las plantas estresadas emitirían carbono en lugar de absorberlo. Superhuracanes y costas se inundarían. Habría escasez de comida, pero a escala mundial. Eso es solo por mencionar unos pocos. ¿Cómo podemos detener el calentamiento global? En esto precisamente se concentra nuestra conferencia de hoy, SOS Salva el Planeta. Esta tarde es especialmente preciosa porque la Maestra Suprema Chinhai, una humanitaria, maestra espiritual y artista reconocida mundialmente, 
estará acompañándonos como invitada de honor. Después de más de 20 años de compartir su sabiduría y sus profundos conocimientos, viajando a cada rincón del globo para compartir el mensaje de cómo vivir una vida plena, la Maestra Suprema Chinhai continúa dedicando su tiempo y sus esfuerzos para elevar y mejorar la vida de todos los seres. Nos gustaría agradecerle a todos por concedernos parte de su valioso tiempo para acompañarnos aquí, en esta crucial conferencia. Entre algunos de los invitados que van a encontrarse hoy, está el Honorable Gobernador del Estado de Veracruz, el Licenciado Fidel Herrera Beltrán. También el Honorable Alcalde de la Ciudad de Jalapa, David Velasco Chedraui. El señor Elfebo Riveros Hernández, Director de Comunicación y Periodismo de Radio Teocelo. El señor Oscar Pedro Reyes Castelán, periodista y presidente del periódico El Centinela. Nomingin, una de las cantautoras más famosas en Mongolia y muchos otros distinguidos invitados que se encuentran aquí presentes hoy. También contamos con la presencia de distinguidas personalidades del extranjero, quienes enviaron sus respetos y saludos a la Maestra Suprema Chinhai y además compartieron su preocupación por el cambio climático. Pasaremos estos mensajes más tarde en esta conferencia. Bueno, sean todos bienvenidos. Estamos felices y honrados de tenerlos a todos aquí con nosotros para tratar un importante tema que nos impacta a todos, donde sea que podamos estar, en cualquier parte del mundo. Este evento histórico se está transmitiendo en vivo y globalmente a través de Supreme Master Television, a través de sus 14 satélites, como así también por el sitio web www.suprememastertv.com y además por la estación local eh, Oliva Radio, quienes con su frecuencia 95.5 FM, a quienes nosotros les agradecemos por su generosidad inmensa. Somos muy afortunados de tener un hermoso planeta como la Tierra y llamarlo nuestro hogar. La Tierra nos provee incondicionalmente de abundancia de alimentos como frutas, nueces, vegetales y verduras. La Tierra también nos provee de nuestros amigos animales con quienes podemos establecer un compañerismo amoroso y leal. Ellos confían en nosotros sus vidas y son capaces de arriesgar las propias por nosotros 
en un pestañear sin dudarlo. En agradecimiento a la tierra, a nuestros amigos humanos y animales por igual y a todas las formas de vida, la cantautora Nomin nos deleitará con la canción Gracias a la Vida. Nomin del bello país de Mongolia, ha venido hasta aquí para prestar su apoyo para esta conferencia, SOS Salva el Planeta. Brindémosle un caluroso aplauso de bienvenida. Hello everyone. This next song is called Gracias a la Vida and I dedicate to all of you. luceros que cuando los abro perfecto distingo lo negro del blanco y en el alto cielo su fondo estrellado y en las multitudes el hombre que yo amo gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto me ha dado el oído que en todo su ancho graba noche y día Grillos y canarios, martillos, turbinas, ladridos, chubascos y la voz tan tierna de mi bien amado. Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto me ha dado el sonido y el abecedario con las palabras que pienso y declaro madre, amigo, hermano y luz alumbrando la ruta del alma del que estoy amando gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto me ha dado la marcha de mis pies cansados con ellos anduve ciudades y charcos playas y desiertos montañas y llanos y la casa 
tuya, tu calle y tu patio. Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto, me dio el corazón. Que agita su marco cuando miro el fruto del cerebro humano. Cuando miro el bueno tan lejos del malo, cuando miro el fondo de tus ojos claros. Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto, me ha dado la risa. Y me ha dado el llanto, así yo distingo. Dicha de quebranto, los dos materiales que forman mi canto. Y el canto de ustedes que es el mismo canto Y el canto de todos que es mi propio canto Gracias a la vida Muchas gracias a Nomingin por esta hermosa y emotiva canción. Por cierto, es gracias a la vida que estamos todos aquí y tenemos esta invaluable oportunidad para elevar nuestra conciencia del estado de este planeta. Esta es nuestra oportunidad para hacer algo, para proteger el planeta y proteger la preciosa vida de todos los seres. Nuestra tierra está agonizando. Las investigaciones científicas han confirmado que el calentamiento global es causa de las actividades humanas, debido mayormente a la falta de conocimiento de los efectos dañinos sobre el medio ambiente. La contaminación ambiental, el aumento de la temperatura global, el derretimiento de los glaciares, inundaciones y sequías, terremotos, maremotos, erupciones volcánicas que suceden inesperadamente, incendios forestales, escasez de alimento, hambres, enfermedades y plagas, todas relacionadas, extinción de especies de la flora y la fauna y el nacimiento de una nueva clase de refugiados, los refugiados climáticos. 
Precisamente en este hermoso estado de Veracruz hemos presenciado muchos desastres naturales. Sabemos que las inundaciones son cada vez más frecuentes y más fuertes. Lo vemos por la televisión, lo vemos en las noticias, lo escuchamos por la radio y el sufrimiento es indescriptible. Ladies and gentlemen, Supreme Master Chin Hai is joining us today as our guest of honor. Let's welcome Supreme Master with a warm round of applause. Hola, hola. Hola. ¿Cómo está? Hello, Master. Welcome to Jalapa City. Hola. Thank you. Welcome to Jalapa City, Master. We feel so honored that you are here with us today, despite your extremely busy schedule. Thank you so much for spending some of your valuable time to join us today for the SOS Save the Planet Climate Change video conference. Thank you, Master. It's all right. It's all right. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you, Mexico. Gracias, Mexicano. <laughs> Master, uh, we'd like to let you know that we have a very special guest today. It is the Honorable Governor of Veracruz State. Wow. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, a special guest has just arrived, Governor of, of Veracruz State, Mr. Fidel Herrera Beltran. Thank you, Governor, for joining us on this special conference. Welcome, sir. Welcome. Thank you, Governor. Thank you for coming. Bienvenido, señor gobernador. Next, we have our guest speaker, David Velasco Chedrawi. He is mayor of Jalapa City. Please give him a grand round of applause. Buenas tardes, licenciado Fidel Herrera Beltrán, gobernador del estado de Veracruz. Maestra Suprema Chin Hai, filántropa mundialmente reconocida, artista y guía espiritual. Señora Mariana Monguía de Velasco, presidenta del DIF Municipal de Jalapa. Domingin, artista invitada de la asociación. Licenciado Ranulfo Márquez Hernández, secretario de Protección Civil del Estado. Licenciado Víctor Alvarado, coordinador del programa Tú Decides del DIF Estatal. Todos sean bienvenidos. Muy buenas tardes. Saludo con mucho agrado a la Maestra Suprema Chin Hai y le agradezco, al igual que a su asociación, el habernos invitado a esta importantísima videoconferencia sobre un asunto prioritario para todos. Para Jalapa es un honor recibir a todos los invitados especiales que hoy nos acompañan, pero sobre todo el poder saludar a mucha gente, ya que a través del Internet estamos conectados con todo el mundo. 
La labor que realiza la Asociación Maestra Suprema Qinghai resulta de mucha ayuda para las personas que más lo necesitan. Así lo ha demostrado a través del apoyo otorgado a muchos mexicanos que han sido damnificados por fenómenos naturales. Muy recientemente, a nuestros hermanos veracruzanos que resultaron afectados por las inundaciones de finales del año pasado, esta es una labor humanitaria y altruista que reconocemos y que agradecemos fielmente. Desde hace algunos años hemos escuchado mucho un término que nos ha hecho recapacitar sobre las causas, pero sobre todo sobre las consecuencias que le estamos provocando a nuestro planeta. Me refiero al calentamiento global y al cambio climático. Este es el principal reto que enfrentamos con humanidad. Los efectos y las consecuencias de este fenómeno son más que evidentes y las vemos cada vez con mayor frecuencia e intensidad. Por ejemplo, el clima de Jalapa ha cambiado en los últimos años. Ya no podemos ver con frecuencia la densa neblina que lo caracterizaba. Es indiscutible que el clima en el mundo se encuentra totalmente cambiante y amenazante. Por un lado, vemos las peores sequías en la historia y por el otro, grandes y devastadoras inundaciones con fatales consecuencias. Ese es nuestro mundo ahora y tenemos que salvarlo. Entre las principales causas de estos fenómenos se encuentran el crecimiento acelerado y descontrolado de las ciudades, la tala inmoderada, la falta de un ordenamiento y planeado de la urbanidad, la inexistencia de planes y programas ambientales y un verdadero descontrol en la emisión de los gases que vertimos a la atmósfera. Estas causas son responsabilidad de todos, pero a la vez todos tenemos la solución en nuestras manos y nuestras acciones de cada día. Nuestro compromiso como gobierno es lograr la protección de todo nuestro entorno, para asegurarle a nuestras generaciones presentes y futuras un ambiente limpio y sano, donde puedan vivir en paz y en armonía con su planeta. Para lograr este reto, debemos trabajar todos unidos, haciendo equipo para generar en toda la población una cultura de protección ambiental. Lo debemos hacer aplicando una visión de sustentabilidad ambiental. En Jalapa, estamos haciendo nuestra parte, entre las principales acciones que hemos realizado destacan la firma del Convenio Intermunicipal para el Rescate, Saneamiento y Conservación del Río Cedeño con nueve municipios de la región, el depósito de 500 mil pesos al Fideicomiso Agua, Bosques y Cuencas para el Rescate y Conservación del Río Pisquiac, el rescate y mejoramiento de diversos cuerpos de agua como la Laguna de Casablanca y la Zona de los Lagos, programas de reforestación como Mi Árbol y Yo y el embellecimiento de toda la ciudad con flores nativas y características de la región, las jornadas de educación ambiental y concientización ecológica, principalmente en centros escolares, participación en la elaboración del programa de conservación y manejo del Parque Nacional Cofre de Perote, además de intensos programas de reciclaje y separación de desechos como la campaña de acopio de pilas que llevamos a cabo con el Diario de Jalapa y la Fundación Salvemos el Agua. Reconocemos que las medidas implementadas hasta ahora, aunque eficaces y esperanzadoras, son muy lentas, 
por lo que es necesario aumentar los esfuerzos para ganar más conciencia ecológica. Estamos decididos a seguir por el camino trazado por nuestro gobernador Fidel Herrera Beltrán, quien con su gran visión ambientalista logró que Veracruz fuera el primer estado del país en contar con un plan de acción contra el cambio climático. Gracias, señor gobernador. Gracias, gracias. Muchas gracias. Aún nos quedan retos importantes que atender. Por ello, el gobierno de Jalapa asume su compromiso de trabajar en varios frentes. El respeto a todo ecosistema, a todo recurso natural y ser vivo sobre la tierra. Generar una verdadera conciencia ecológica y ambientalista en la población. Consumir menos energía y utilizar materiales amigables con el medio ambiente. Gestionar recursos para proyectos ambientales como los bonos de carbono. Convocar a una gran cruzada ecológica para combatir el calentamiento global. Los invito a formar parte de esta gran cruzada ecológica en la cual debemos participar todos, con el objetivo de preservar, cuidar y proteger nuestros recursos naturales para lograr un medio ambiente totalmente limpio, sano y sustentable. Es un compromiso social que nos corresponde asumir a todos. Debemos hacerlo por el bien de nuestro planeta y por el futuro de nuestras familias. Amigas y amigos, el planeta y la naturaleza nos están alertando. Tenemos que escucharlos y actuar hoy. Para un mejor mañana, Jalapa, Veracruz, México y el mundo entero necesita un respiro. Vamos a dárselo todos juntos y unidos. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Thank you. Thank you for your great speech, Mr. Velasco. Thank you. Chedawi. Why are there climate refugees? Let's watch the video on submerged islands and the fate of the victims. This is one calamity which we do not want to happen to our planet on a massive scale. As the climate continues to warm, entire islands are sinking below rising waters caused from melting glaciers. Indeed, there are many island nations who are doomed already now, condemned, if you want, to disappear. Therefore, there is no question that we have to act, and that is just the beginning of the visible impact of climate change. The invisible part, the bits that we have not necessarily understood that are happening around us, are also on the way. We have uh, whole communities having to be relocated. Villages which have been there over the decades, maybe the century. And uh, now they have to be relocated. And where they have been living over the last few decades, it's no longer there. It's being eroded. There are at least 18 islands submerged around the world. Lohachara, India. 10,000 residents affected. Bedford, Kavaskadi, Suparibanga, islands near India. 6,000 families affected. Chesapeake Bay in Maryland, USA, 13 islands. Kiribati, 
three atolls, half of Bangladesh's Bola Island permanently flooded, 500,000 people affected. Seven islands in Manus, a province of Papua New Guinea. It's not their wish to go, but because the situation is forcing them to, to move. The following are islands sinking or at risk from rising sea levels. Carteret Islands in Papua New Guinea, 2,500 residents whose land no longer supports agriculture. Tuvalu, 12,000 residents with no more fresh drinking water and vegetable plots have washed away. Goramara, near India, two-thirds submerged as of 2006 with 7,000 residents already relocated. Neighboring island of Sagar, 250,000 residents also threatened. Some 50 other islands jeopardized in the India, Bangladesh, Sundarbans with a population of 2 million. Kutubdia in southeastern Bangladesh lost over 200,000 residents, with remaining 150,000 likely soon to depart. Maldives, 369,000 residents whose president wants to relocate the entire country. Marshall Islands, 60,000 residents. Kiribati, 107,800 residents, approximately 30 islands submerging. Tonga, 116,900 residents. Vanuatu, 212,000 residents, some of who have already been evacuated and coastal villages relocated. Solomon Islands, 566,800 residents. Shishmaref in Alaska, USA, 600 residents. Kivalini in Alaska, USA, 400 residents. Over 2,000 other islands in Indonesia. Dubai, 1.2 million residents in the United Arab Emirates considered at risk. Cook Islands, 19,500 residents. Takalou, a multi-island territory of New Zealand, 1,400 residents. Federated States of Micronesia, 108,000 residents. Manus, an island group of Papua New Guinea, 50,000 residents. Paku, autonomous region of Papua New Guinea, 600 residents. There may be more islands, either uninhabited and or not reported, that are submerged or are sinking due to climate change. We may be at the point of no return. Our small low-lying islands will be submerged. It's an issue of human survival. If the world community, the different countries don't kick the carbon habit, there will be other countries next on the line. According to the scientists, there could be more than just one disaster. Rising sea level is not the only worrying event. Disease will also rise. They already do so in uh, some parts of the world. Change to a more benevolent lifestyle that is respecting our lives, then we will beget life and our lives will be spared. And nature will restore the balance and repair all damages. I wish to see that day soon in my lifetime. The more vegetarian people join the circle, the more chance we have to save the planet. Be veg, go green, save the planet. For more urgent details, please visit Supreme Master TV. 
facebook.com forward slash SOS. segment, we have several overseas personages who sent their greetings and shared with us their concern for the state of our planet. We have first a message from Mrs. Chin Tien. She is a legislator in Formosa, Taiwan. She is also the chairperson of the Yalai branch of Formosa. Environmental Protection Union. For over 30 years, Mrs. Chiu Chin Tien is actively involved in the protection of the environment, and it is associated with major environmental protection groups and alliances. Yo 又加上金融海啸进去这个问题都要去考虑到那是让你考虑到这些但是我相信人类面对全球暖化的危机最后大家一定要去面对这个问题就是说我从我吃的每一口的东西里面
寻找未来生活一个低碳生活的可能性。那我非常希望，经由这一次的会议，世界各国我们可以共同来合作，我们把。花在战争，花在互相仇恨的这个呃经费跟精神，拿来互相帮助，拯救我们自己，拯救地球，也拯救我们未来的孩子。也在这边祝福我们青海无上师父，还有我们墨西哥的朋友，还有我们电视机前面所有的朋友哈，大家一起共同努力，共同发心。今天这个灾难是我们共同造成的，所以我们我们也有完全的责任。那我相信。借由大家互相的合作，我们一定可以共同克服这个危机，啊，给我们小孩子、我们未来孩子带来啊新的幸福。From the islands nation of the Philippines, we have a message from Senator Hegerson Alvarez, who is also the presidential advisor on global warming and climate. Hello, Supreme Master Ching Hai. Would like to congratulate you. Hello. And thank you for your many humanitarian efforts in helping disaster victims. And this time around, I must really congratulate you for bringing together many parts of humanity—Mexicans, Filipinos, Taiwanese—in great distances to the part of the world, so that we can confront. This disaster of global warming and climate change. You are a great humanist, Master Chinghai, and、uh, I wish to greet everybody who is here in Mexico for this struggle to understand global warming and climate change. Climate change is that point where we would reach an irreversible warming of the temperature of the world to two degrees centigrade. Above that of the pre-industrial revolution, before we started to use machines, and because the world would have heated up, heated up by two degrees centigrade mean temperature, all the ice in the polar regions, the three-mile glacier on top of Greenland will melt, and when they melt, we would have reached the tipping point, the irreversible point of climate change, because the ice will melt and there's more water in the world. The oceans will rise by seven or even nine meters. The scientists point out to us many of the surface of the earth will then be flooded. But global warming is even more serious to many countries, especially to the poor countries of the world, the archipelagic and low-lying small island nations. In the Philippines alone, we get about twenty storms every year. Before global warming, the storms were traveling. At a velocity of about 90 to 140 kilometers per hour, we could survive them even if we had 20 storms. But now, one storm alone hit us in one of our southern islands, and it flooded the island, killed many people. It traveled at the velocity of 240 kilometers per hour. One great storm of about 300 kilometers per hour hit New Orleans. It wiped out that beautiful American city. We must unite. Members of the family of man must look for a formula, or a program, or a timetable of cutting carbon dioxide. We ask the developed countries, we all ask countries of the world, to look at this problem on its totality, and together, like brothers and sisters, let us protect 
the future generation of man. Let us work together now and save the planet. And it helps if you are a vegetarian. And I'm sure that not only the vegetarians will join us on this, but anyone who cares for mankind, anyone who loves the future generation of humanity. Thank you. Thank you, Senator. We are very honored to have the support of the Vice President of the European Parliament from United Kingdom, Mr. Edward Macmillan Scott. In light of the critical state of our planet, Mr. Macmillan Scott becomes part of the solution to save our planet Earth by reducing his consumption of meat. Let us watch his greeting message. My name is Edward Macmillan Scott. I'm a Vice President of the European Parliament. I come from the United Kingdom, but I'm very interested in the proposition that it's making that we should eat uh, no meat on one day a week. Uh, in actual fact, I've been doing that myself since Christmas. But I think there's a serious message, and that is that the uh, planet is in trouble. We have a problem with greenhouse gases, and one of the most uh, significant sources of greenhouse gases is animal uh, production and meat production and the dairy industry, and the fact that so much soya is now being grown for animal fodder. Uh, and for all these reasons, the United Nations in particular, but also other organizations, um, have encouraged people to give up meat at least one day a week. And therefore, I'm delighted that um, the movement is, is, is endorsing and supporting this proposition. I'm delighted that uh, I'm here and able to deliver a, a message of greeting from the European Parliament to Supreme Master Ching Hai, um, whose work is well understood around the world, and, uh, and in particular, um, at a time of um, concern about climate change, that, that, that this message um, is being propagated and encouraged by a Supreme Master TV, uh, which is an important mechanism of uh, communication around the world. Um, and as a vice president, we have been discussing how, for example, the, 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 the European Parliament itself uh, reduces its own footprint. Um, and one of the proposals I've made is in line with your own, which is that we should eat far less meat, because that's one of the major sources of greenhouse gases. I'm also delighted that Supreme Master Ching Hai is conducting an interactive question and answer session. Um, and this is a very important medium now. People need to be able to get a response from uh, uh, both politicians and public figures, spiritual leaders. And so I'm delighted that this is now being made possible through the medium of uh, Supreme Master TV. So good luck with the project and uh, may many others imitate it. So in all these areas, the EU is in a capacity to give a political lead and I believe is doing so. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Wonderful. Thank you, Master. Thank you so much for your support. We would like to express our thanks to European Parliament Vice President Mr. Macmillan Scott, Senator Heherson Alvarez, and Legislator Chiu Ting Tian for supporting our SOS Save the Planet video conference to bring awareness to the urgency of the climate change crisis. Yes, we thank them so much. Thank you. 
Thank you, Master. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful to the Vice President of the European Union. I'm very deeply grateful. May God bless you, sir. Your support is really a great, great, great grace to us, great blessing. May God bless you and the European Union and bless our world so that we may survive. We need more people like you. God bless you. Buddha bless you. Thank you, Master. The production of meat through the raising of livestock is proven by numerous studies that is harming our planet. In 2006, UN released a report called Livestock Long Shadow, which revealed that the raising of livestock for human meat consumption is the number one emitter of greenhouse gases, methane, carbon dioxide, nitrous oxide, and a major contributor to global warming. Let us watch the next video in which Supreme Master Chin Hai, our guest of honor today, talks about it. grateful to courageous leaders in the world for stepping out of their boundary and to speak out for the sake of everyone. Even if the public do not appreciate their goodwill, heaven will take note. And they will have a great reward hereafter. It is, of course, very difficult to be in the position of authority. To be a leader is to be endowed with bravery, compassion, and nobility. That's why you are a leader. It's not easy, of course, to be in the position of leader. That's why leaders are few, yeah? You see, in a nation, there's only one king, one queen some princess, some prince, one president, one prime minister. Very few leaders compare to the multitude of this world. But fewer even still are brave leaders, courageous leaders, righteous leaders, and wise leaders. To such a wise and courageous ones, we offer full support and respect. We pray that heaven give them more strength, more wisdom to carry out their noble duty. Because as I told you, leaders are few, and few are still are those who are wise and courageous. Being a leader, we must know what is good for our subjects and what is not. And what is good, we have to encourage them to do, facilitate them to do. 
and what is bad, we have to stop to protect them. That is the true meaning of a leader. All the information about harmful meat diet and beneficial vegetarian lifestyle, just print them out, put in your pocket, and wherever you go, just give it to people. It doesn't take time, not much money. Even if it does, please do sacrifice to save the planet if you still want to live here. And also to save the animals that you so much love and to save our people who are not aware of the bad consequences of a meat diet. It's our duty to do that. All the vegetarian, all the vegan, all the fruitarian, breatharian, solarian, waterian out there, please do this. We cannot do it all alone. We can also save some people, but we cannot save all if we don't have your help. Please do help us to help everyone. Thank you so much. Be veg, go green. Save the planet. For more urgent details, please visit www.suprememastertv.com. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Master, for your message. Thank you for helping. Ladies and gentlemen, we are privileged to introduce to you the very loving and compassionate Supreme Master Chin Hai. Supreme Master Chin Hai is a world-renowned humanitarian, spiritual teacher, artist, and the number one best-selling author of the books the Birds in My Life, The Dogs in My Life, and The Noble Wilds, which are available at Amazon.com. Motivated by her unconditional love and overflowing compassion for our planet and its co-inhabitants, humans and animals alike, Supreme Master Chin Hai selflessly accepts invitations to share her perspective on the topic of global warming and climate change. We are very fortunate that she has accepted to join us in this conference, SOS Save the Planet, via video conference. I just want to say happy birthday to our governor of the state of Veracruz <laughs> tomorrow, but tomorrow I won't see him. So is it okay to say it one day earlier? Yeah. <laughs> is that okay, Mr. Governor, to say? Okay. <laughs> happy birthday tomorrow, sir. <laughs> okay, happy birthday to you, Governor. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Governor. Happy birthday to you. It's tomorrow, but we'll be doing today, okay? Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you for coming. Okay. Master, would you like to share some of your thoughts about the current state of our planet, the impact of climate change, and how can we stop it? Thank you. 
Almost everyone knows that our planet is in trouble, and uh, we just have to remind each other to do something about it, because our days are numbered. And I'm really glad that some of the governmental bodies, the religious bodies, and social bodies, and uh, educational bodies, and many other organizations, are. Uh, doing their best to inform the public of the dire state of our planet, and also inform them of the solution, like be veg, go green. Uh, vegetarianism or veganism is the best solution, and uh, that is really love in action. Mm, not only love for the animals, but truly love for our planet and our children, the future generation. Love should be translated into action. If we truly love our family, we should do something about it. And at this moment of our planet's dangerous state. The solution is to be vegan, meaning no more animals' uh, product or no more animals' uh, food on our plate. Peace and love begins on our table, begins on our plate. Now, dinner, our breakfast, our lunch. Love is just an abstract word. But love can be an action. So if we do love our children, we do something. And now that we know that vegan diet will save the world for our future generation, I do ask everyone to sacrifice their palate, the taste, the habit, which is very. Detrimental to our health, anyway. Please go on the internet and do more research about how harmful animals' diet we do to ourselves and our children. Please do more research on how beneficial a vegetarian diet can be. Please do research. Nowadays, we can research everything on the planet. Meat is not our friend. Animals' products are not our benefactor. They are our enemy. First, they harm our health and that of our children. And second, but most important, they harm our planet. So please do research and please do sacrifice this habit. Cut off this habit. Of animal products, and then we can have everything else—even cars to drive, even airplane, even ships, even boat, even everything that we're having right now, because nothing is as harmful as animals' product. If we just leave the animals' products alone, then we have absolutely everything else. That is ninety-nine point nine percent. Of everything that we have right now, minus meat. By meat, I mean fish, eggs, 
milk, etc., etc. Please do research. Even milk is harmful. It's uh, responsible for many uh, fatal disease. Meat and milk, dairy products and eggs are number one cancer-causing, number one fatal disease-causing. Millions of people die every year because of meat, eggs, and dairy products. Trillions and trillions of U.S. dollars are spent in this direction to try to cure those diseases that have been caused by meat, dairy, and eggs. Some of the diseases related to meat consumption and or production. Swine flu. Cured meats and fish increase leukemia risk in children. Antibiotic-resistant superbug infections from a strain of Staphylococcus aureus, blue tongue disease. E. coli. Salmonella. Bird flu. Mad cow disease or Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, 90% of the population at risk. Pigs disease or PMWS. Listeriosis. Shellfish poisoning. Preeclampsia. Campylobacter. Clostridium difficile. Diseases hidden in healthy-appearing livestock. Some of the costs of meat eating. Infertility. Eating just one serving of meat per day increases the risk of women's infertility by 32%, with additional meat consumption increasing the risk. Heart disease. Over 17 million lives lost globally each year. Cost of cardiovascular disease is at least 1 trillion US dollars a year. Cancer. Over 1 million new colon cancer patients diagnosed each year. More than 600,000 colon cancer-related mortalities annually. In the United States alone, colon cancer treatment costs about 6.5 billion US dollars. Millions of people are newly diagnosed with other meat-related cancers every year. Diabetes. 246 million people are affected worldwide. An estimated 174 billion US dollars spent each year on treatment in just the United States. Obesity. Worldwide, 1.6 billion adults are overweight, with 400 million more who are obese. Costs 93 billion US dollars each year for medical expenses in the United States alone. At least 2.6 million people die annually from problems related to being overweight or obese. Environmental. Use up to 70% of clean water. Pollute most of the water bodies. Deforest the lungs of the earth. Uses up to 43% of the world's cereal. Uses up to 85% of the world's soy. Cause world hunger and wars. 80% cause of global warming. Plus more. Some of the costs of milk consumption. Bacterial microbes, pesticides and enzymes found in cheese derived from the inner stomach linings of other animals. Up to 80% of the calories in cheese are from pure fat. Breast, prostate and testicular cancer from hormones present in milk. Wisteria and Crohn's disease. Hormones and saturated fat leads to osteoporosis, obesity, diabetes and heart disease. Linked to higher incidences of multiple sclerosis. Classified as a major allergen. Lactose intolerance. Plus more. So please, for the sake of your health and that of your children, 
and of our planet and that of the future of our security and survival. Please just leave the animals alone. Then everything else will be fine. And then everything else we will have. And the planet will heal herself. And we will have even better life afterward. And we have even better planet afterward. That is my promise. Thank you so much. And if you have any questions, and if I know of it, I'd be glad to answer you. May God bless Mexico. May God bless our world. Thank you for coming. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Master, for sharing with us such invaluable insight. Next, please welcome the Honorable Fidel Herrera Beltran, the Governor of the State of Veracruz. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm round of applause to welcome the Honorable Governor of the State of Veracruz. Welcome, Mr. Herrera Beltran. Let me, at the beginning, say a few words in English to express our deepest gratitude to Supreme Master Ching Hai for sharing with us the Veracruz people on behalf of the Mexicans a common and very deep and profound feeling. We love our planet. And we in Veracruz have decided to take care of our water, of our soil, of our skies, and do everything that is within our reach to save our planet. This is the only planet we all have. There is no other. That is why we back with you do, Master, and that is why we are all here to learn and raise consciousness within our people, our children, our women, and men to save our planet, starting from saving our Veracruz. Thank you. That's right. Starting from home. <laughs> Thank you. El uh, planeta es nuestro hogar. Y como nuestro hogar, debemos tratarlo, cuidarlo, preservarlo y protegerlo. Debemos aprovechar sus recursos naturales con responsabilidad. Eso es lo que debe hacer la humanidad. Salvar el planeta es salvarnos, salvar nuestras vidas y de todos los seres vivientes. Sí. Salvar el planeta es entonces trabajar unidos, gobiernos y organizaciones a favor de la vida y del futuro. Hoy 
El desafío por el cambio climático es severo y sin precedentes. Lo sabemos en Veracruz que hemos sobrevivido a muchos huracanes y desastres naturales. Veracruz ha empezado a hacer su tarea. Con el apoyo de la Embajada Británica, que ha entregado recursos, dinero, hemos puesto en marcha el Plan de Acción Climática para el Estado de Veracruz. Este plan va a ser un modelo para todos los estados de la República Mexicana. Su objetivo es tomar conciencia de lo que hay que hacer desde el gobierno y desde la sociedad para un liderazgo responsable que restablezca las condiciones de la naturaleza para reforestar, para tratar el agua, para plantar árboles, para reciclar y separar las basuras orgánicas y no orgánicas, para cuidar la alimentación de las personas y recomendar las dietas apropiadas y para acabar con un gran problema de salud pública que tiene Veracruz, el primer lugar de obesidad y sobrepeso en niños menores de 10 años del sistema escolar. Nuestra población también tiene un problema muy grave. Sufre el doble del resto del país de la diabetes. Por eso nos hemos suscrito a la investigación del genoma humano y hemos convocado a un encuentro internacional sobre el cambio climático y políticas públicas el 27, 28 y 29 de abril de este año con la presencia de instituciones y personalidades científicas de todo el mundo y en donde la Universidad Veracruzana y los sindicatos de los maestros, como el Sindicato Nacional de Trabajadores de la Educación, que hoy nos brinda su edificio, son parte muy importante. Y la Universidad de Columbia de los Estados Unidos trabajarán con nosotros. Temas como lo que llamamos la iniciativa ABC, que traducida al inglés sería Initiative for Water, Goods and River Basins, son parte muy importante de nuestro esfuerzo. Ave is water, which in English is agua en español. B is for bosques, which in English is woods. And C is cuencas, which in English would be river basins. En eso estamos trabajando al mismo tiempo que protegemos nuestros sitios Ramsar. The same time we do that, we protect our Ramsar sites. Those are the natural areas protected according to the International Convention of Ramsar that takes the name of the Iranian city where the United Nations decided to take care of the planet. That is for wetland and for biosphere. Veracruz es el estado que tiene la mayor biodiversidad de México en la flora y en la fauna. Y practicamos una gran cultura del respeto y de la conservación y la remediación que nos viene desde muy 
profundo desde nuestros ancestros, los indígenas huastecos, totonacas y olmecas, nuestros pueblos indígenas que aman su hábitat, su entorno. Well, we are responsible with nature because that comes from very long ago in our roots, our founders, fathers, the Indians of the north of Veracruz, Huastecs, the ones in the middle of the states, Totonacas, and the ones, those are the flyer ones, and the ones in the south, the Olmecs, all of them love nature, love their land, love their culture, love their religion, and were basically vegetarians. En el origen wow. de nuestras culturas indígenas está el maíz. Dice el Popol Book que en el principio todo era maíz. In our long ago times, everything was with nature. The yeah. food our Indians ate were natural food. And basically, right. it was vegetarians. That's right. Popol book, our ancient book from the Mayas, said in the beginning of human life, everything was made out of corn. Mm -hmm. Corn was life. Maíz, yes. tortilla, and chile is the basic diet of Indian population. And you don't see Indians suffering from cancer or losing their hair. They are healthy. Una gran razón de nuestra decisión por cuidar la naturaleza. Bravo, bravo. Let me say at the end, it looks like everyone here understands English, don't you? So I do take my time. My final words are, Master, to say I believe on behalf of everyone here and all of those who live in Jalapa, in the state of Veracruz, in Mexico, in Latin America, that we back your efforts. We encourage you to keep going the same you have been doing and to back the Kyoto Protocol to take all possible action together with the political concern and the political backing that you have been building. With that, I say thank you, Master. Keep going and let us to help you to save our planet. Thank you. We will do it together. <laughs> Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Thank you, Mr. Governor. Bravo, Governor. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo, Mexico. <laughs> Bravo, Veracruz. Me siento muy feliz. <laughs> Thank you for your support. Thank you for your support. And I wish uh, the conference, the future conference that take place, uh, a lot, a lot of success. I wish you success. Also in your job as a governor. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Governor, for that wonderful speech. Wonderful speech.
Master, once again, thank you. Thank you for being here with us today as our guest of honor and taking time to answer our questions. Yes. If we have a session of question and answers, we will begin now. The first four questions come from Dr. Judy Cano, a nutritionist who has given seminars on the importance of vegetarianism. Welcome. Bienvenidos. Muchos saludos, maestra. La flora y fauna marinas están desapareciendo debido a la contaminación del petróleo en mares y océanos. ¿Qué podemos hacer para detener esto en México y en el mundo? Hola, Dr. Cano. Hola, Master. I'm sorry, it's not only oil, but others uh, of our actions as well, such as uh, overfishing and chemical runoff from farms and factories. These are cause harm because they do not consider the impact of our actions on other beings. For example, you are surely aware of the so-called dead zones in the Gulf of Mexico, a very large area of water that no longer supports any marine life. That's why they are called dead zones. These waters have been contaminated to such an extent that no life can exist anymore there. The contamination uh, came primarily by the livestock industry's chemical fertilizers, which get uh, washed into the Mississippi River in the United States. And then from the Mississippi River water, it flows down into the Gulf of Mexico. Activities such as overfishing of the sardines even also worsen the problem of the dead zones. Scientists have found that this very small fish, even, very small fish, plays a vital part in restoring oxygen to the water, which is necessary to support other life forms. So every being on earth and in the sea has value, no matter how small they might look, and something unique to do on this planet. It is our ignoring this balance and the preciousness of all life that has contributed to our global danger right now, both in Mexico and in other places in the world. The way to solve this problem is through greater consideration for all life. This means we should respect all lives and in action. The vegetarian diet The animal-free diet and lifestyle is the translation of that respect to all lives, thus to our lives, because we are interconnected. Vegetarianism or veganism is the quickest way to correct the imbalance if everyone is vegetarian. Better still vegan, I mean animal-free, having an animal-free diet, then there is a difference. Uh, outlook, different uh, conception for development of all kinds. In our case, it will proceed with compassion and care, which is what we need to reverse the effects that you mentioned, Dr. Kano, which is to restore the wonders of our marine life. Thank you, ma'am. 
Some of the benefits of a vegetarian diet. Lowers blood pressure. Lowers cholesterol levels. Reduces type 2 diabetes. Prevents stroke conditions. Reverses atherosclerosis. Reduces heart disease risk 50%. Reduces heart surgery risk 80%. Prevents many forms of cancer. Stronger immune system. Increases life expectancy up to 15 years. Higher IQ. Conserves up to 70% clean water. Saves 80% of the cleared Amazonian rainforest from animal grazing. A solution for world hunger. Free up 3.4 billion hectares of land. Free up 760 million tons of grain every year. Half the world's grain supply. Consumes one-third fossil fuels of those used for meat production. Reduces pollution from untreated animal waste. Maintains cleaner air. Saves 4.5 tons of emissions per U.S. household per year. Stop 80% of global warming, plus more. Save your life. Be veg. Go green. Usted nos dice que el ve ser vegetarianos ayudaría a detener en forma muy rápida y en un alto porcentaje el calentamiento global. ¿Cómo es que el vegetarianismo puede hacer esto? Doctor Cano, you probably are well aware that the livestock rising, I mean animals rising, emit the greenhouse gases of methane and the most of it. And this gas is up to 72 times more potent than carbon dioxide. But it also dissipates much more quickly than carbon dioxide, means CO2. Yeah. So the vegetarian diet, the vegan diet, the animal-free diet is one way to physically and quickly reverse the greenhouse gases that are damaging our planet because it will cause an immediate cooling effect. The other way that uh, vegetarianism quickly stops global warming is by reversing the mental attitude, the conception that has resulted in so much destruction to our environment. First of all, we stop the suffering caused to animals in killing them for meat by changing to consideration and kindness. This will addresses the deeper cause of global warming, which is the violent karma. Karma means the cause and effect. In the Bible, it is stated that as you sow, so shall you reap. The cause and effect principle is scientific and very precise. If we nourish life, we also can have life and happiness. If we destroy life, then we cannot expect health, long life, and happiness in return. Every action causes a reaction, and like attract like. So if we respect life, we will have life. So we must stop causing suffering and loss of life to the animal kingdom. This is truly why vegetarianism is the quickest way to stop global warming. It is the like attract like. It is very scientific. If we give life, we will beget life. Thank you, ma'am. Gracias, maestra. The 
Vegetarianism in Religion. The Baha'i Faith. Regarding the eating of animal flesh and abstinence therefrom, know thou of a certainty that, in the beginning of creation, God determined the food of every living being, and to eat contrary to that determination is not approved. Selections from the Baha'i Writings of Some Aspects of Health and Healing. Buddhism. All meats eaten by living beings are of their own relatives. Lankavatara Sutra. Gaudai. The most important thing is to stop killing, because animals also have souls and understand like humans. If we kill and eat them, then we owe them a blood debt. Teachings of the Saints. Christianity. Meats for the belly and the belly for meats, but God shall destroy both it and them. Holy Bible. And while the flesh was yet between their teeth, ere it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was kindled against the people, and the Lord smote the people with a very great plague. Holy Bible. Confucianism. All men have a mind which cannot bear to see the sufferings of others. The superior man, having seen the animals alive, cannot bear to see them die. Having heard their dying cries, he cannot bear to eat their flesh. Mencius Essenes I am come to end the sacrifices and feasts of blood, and if ye cease not offering and eating of flesh and blood, the wrath of God shall not cease from you. Gospel of the Holy Twelve Hinduism Since you cannot bring killed animals back to life, you are responsible for killing them. Therefore you are going to hell. There is no way for your deliverance. Adilila. He who desires to augment his own flesh by eating the flesh of other creatures lives in misery in whatever species he may take his birth. Mahabharata Anu. Islam. Allah will not give mercy to anyone except those who give mercy to other creatures. Hadith. Do not allow your stomachs to become graveyards of animals. Hadith. Jainism. A true monk should not accept such food and drink as has been especially prepared for him involving the slaughter of living beings. Sutra Kritanga Judaism And whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you, that eateth any manner of blood, I will even set my face against that soul that eateth blood, and will cut him off from among his people. Holy Bible Blood meaning flesh Sikhism Those mortals who consume marijuana, flesh and wine, no matter what pilgrimages, fasts and rituals they follow, they will all go to hell. Guru Granth Sahib Taoism Do not go into the mountain to catch birds and nets, nor to the water to poison fishes and minnows. Do not butcher the ox that plows your field. Tract of the Quiet Way Tibetan Buddhism The offering to the deities of meat obtained by killing animate beings is like offering a mother the flesh of her own child, and this is a grievous failure, the supreme path of discipleship. Zoroastrianism Those plants I, Ahura Mazda, or God, rain down upon the earth to bring food to the faithful and fodder to the beneficent cow. Avesta Everybody knows that vegetarian diet is good for health and to save the planet. They will be awakening their own great, compassionate, loving self-nature. And then their level of consciousness will rise up automatically and they will understand more than they ever did. And they'll be closer to heaven. 
than what they are right now. In Mexico, se ha dado la noticia de que se han encontrado nuevos yacimientos, nuevos y ricos yacimientos de petróleo. Eh, esto convertiría a México en la tercera potencia mundial de petróleo. ¿Qué podemos hacer para detener esta contaminación del petróleo que está destruyendo nuestro planeta? Doctor Cano, oil is not the worst. So, although we don't want oil to continue, we can have oil even. We can have oil if that helps the Mexican to become more prosperous and self-dependent, self-sustained. Because oil is not the worst thing. Oil is not the only thing and it's not the worst thing that damage our planet. It is the livestock industry. It's the, actually the most polluting, the most disease-producing, the most energy-consuming and the most greenhouse gas-emitting industries that exist. The United Nations report called Livestock Long Shadow states that the farm animal industry emits more greenhouse gases than all the transportation on Earth combined. And according to the Nobel Prize winning Dr. Rajendra Pachuri, chairman of the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, who himself is a vegetarian, he said meat production is extremely carbon intensive. This is partly because of, of the pollution cycles, you know, including refrigeration, transportation, etc., not to mention destroying the forest for grazing land, for pasture land, and all the costs or the carbon emitting from disease causing and curing, etc., etc. That's why I said, just leave the meat alone and we have everything else. Even oil is fine. Even oil, if we have it, We can use it until we have something better for our planet. But if we stop the animal raising, stop animal products, then we cut a big percentage, 80% of pollution to our planet and stop 80% of global warming. So we can continue to have oil and cars. I know people will be surprised hearing me saying this. But no, it is true like that because we have not invented enough instrument for transportation and other uses. So we may continue to use the oil if we have it. Of course, the better if we don't use, but at the moment we must use it. And if we just leave all the meat animal production alone, then we can use anything. And Mexico can make use of this advantage of oil to uh, elevate the standard of living of the people. So what I say is, stop the meat production, which will bring great benefit to the environment of your country. Since Mexico is also involved in the livestock industry, there is also sustainable resource development as an alternative to oil as well, if we have it quick enough. You see, your country already has begun this with a large wind energy project. Uh, near the city of La Ventosas, which uh, 
I understand mean uh, the windy. Huh? <laughs> Sustainable energy in general is also showing itself to be very profitable and uh, job-producing to people. So there can be both economic and environmental benefit from developing sustainable energy, and the earth will be protected. But animals industry is the number one enemy of our survival. Thank you, madam. Maestra, ¿cómo podemos convencer a nuestras autoridades gubernamentales para que hagan una conciencia y ayuden a detener todo el deterioro que está destruyendo nuestro planeta. Muchas gracias. Thank you for being concerned, Dr. Cano, which is not for yourself, but for your fellow citizens. You see, the government is aware. It just, perhaps, the government is putting priority elsewhere. So if uh, you and other citizens who are concerned, uh, you could contact your government and uh, write to them, inform them, or remind them of the urgency of the situation that we and our future generations are facing. Perhaps you will find some like-minded politicians or uh, someone in the political field who are sympathetic, or even vegetarian already. You could be surprised. Our group has discovered many vegetarian people in the political arena. When they understand the connection to global warming, those people sometimes even step forward on their own to promote vegetarianism to the public. Some government leaders may not yet realize the connection between vegetarianism and global warming. So please remind them, because if they do, they will think about it and maybe do something quick. So it is important that you try to inform the government. The earlier, the better. Also, we can point out to the government leaders all the evidence of the global warming terrifying effects due to livestock rising, due to animals' production. In Mexico alone, recent research indicates that 47% of the land has changed into desert. Your land... 47% of your country has some degree of desertification which is known to be linked to damage from the cattle industry, from the cows raising industry. So the desertification process is often so destructive that the land cannot be cultivated anymore. Also, Mexico's National Institute of Ecology stated that at present, 50 to 70% of the country is suffering from some degree of drought. These are serious warning signs that we should heed. The government should not ignore in the interest of protecting the Mexican people and the world at large. The good leaders do care. They have children and they want to protect their children as well and a future generation and their citizens. So, uh, please, uh, remind them. But even if the government doesn't move, we citizens can start it. And enough actions on our part can encourage the government's leaders to take even greater action in the same direction. And that would be fantastic. That would be the best. Thank you, Dr. Cano, for your great concern. Thank you, Master. Muchas gracias. 
God bless you. Thank you, Dr. Cano. European Parliament supports reducing meat to lower greenhouse gases. Call vote. Vote is now open. Reduce your meat consumption or stop eating meat totally. During discussions on greenhouse gas reduction goals, the Climate Committee of the European Parliament officially recognized livestock's contribution to global warming and recommended a reduction of subsidies to the livestock industry to curb methane. My name is Jens Holm. I'm a member of the European Parliament. Please, be veg, go green, save the planet. Now, the next three questions are from Jose Antonio Lopez, a history professor. Welcome. Welcome, Mr. Jose Antonio Lopez. Thank you. Welcome, Professor. Hola, querida maestra. Buenas noches. Buenas noches. Quisiera formular tres preguntas. Hemos recibido tus consejos acerca de qué deberíamos hacer para salvar nuestro planeta. Uno de ellos es el ser vegetariano. ¿Qué consejo le darías a la gente para mantener su sinceridad que viene dentro de sí misma y mantenerse siendo vegetariano? Professor Lopez, thank you for your concern. To be vegetarian is one of the highest forms of sincerity and love. If we love ourselves, if we love our families and our future children, future generation, our children, grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren, then we should do everything we can to protect them. Just to sacrifice the meat diet is not difficult. So it is a reflection of human compassion and integrity to offer the same dignity and respect for life to the animals as we have for ourselves. Being vegetarian, meaning consuming an absolutely animal-free diet, gives us also the freedom of conscience, a peace of mind that comes from living in peace with other beings and nature, which is the original lifestyle of all Mexicans, I believe, according to history. This is the kind of peace the planet needs to survive. Remind them of the ancient Incas, uh, the ancient Mayas, which our governor have just told us that in the beginning they live on corn and other vegetables. And they did not have any <laughs> cancer or any other problem. So we should learn from our ancestry. Remind people of that. Thank you, Professor Lopez. Gracias, Maestra. La siguiente pregunta. ¿Cree que durante este proceso de crisis de yes. cambio climático el nivel de la gente se eleve y la conciencia del vegetarianismo global se acelere? Professor, it already has. It already has, Professor Lopez. Some people have already changed in their understanding and action. That is what we are trying to do in spreading the word about global warming and the vegetarian solution. 
is to help more and more people become aware that this is really the most important step in stopping the destructive changes on the earth. It's just that we are running out of time. If the government and the media help to encourage people to become vegetarian, this is ideal because they reach the largest number of people who we, small group, could otherwise not reach, but who would also willingly follow because the people are good people, especially if they know it will benefit themselves, their children and the future generation and to save the planet for our survival. The more people become vegetarian, the easier for the environment to be restored. So, yes, there is a certain momentum that can happen when many people turn in the direction of more caring and compassionate lifestyle. If humanity does not respect all the forms of life, then the life of humans will also be imperiled because we are all interconnected. We all depend on each other to survive. Down to the little worm that make our land arable. But if people turn away from killing and choose the animal-free lifestyle that will harvest from the seeds of peace and kindness, we pray that enough people do so, and quickly, as we are running out of time. Thank you, Professor. Good question. Good question.